Hey guys, welcome to Cheesecake and Conversation, where we hope to brighten your day and fill you with hope by sharing biblical truths and real life experience. So grab your slice of cheesecake and let's get started. Enjoy the show. Jenny. Yes, Shane will be joining the podcast also, but I do hope you're enjoying having this time with me. Um, I'm not quite sure when he's going to be jumping in here, but yes, he will be jumping in here at some point. I actually got a really sweet email the other day um, from a friend of ours, and she's been listening to our episode, and she asked me, hey, so you know, when's Shane going to be on? I said, soon. He's going to be on soon. So anyway, stay tuned for that. Um, it'll be It'll be really a lot of fun. I mean, Shane's amazing. So, all right, today we're going to be jumping right into Hebrews. Um, I am going to read. So we're in Hebrews 12, 14. All right, we're going to, uh, let's see here. I, I like to read out of the Amplified, just so y'all know. So if you're reading a different version, you're like, her sounds different than mine. Uh, I love the Amplified Bible. If you guys are kind of new to studying your Bible, um, or even if you're not, it's really great to get different versions and and read the different versions. But the Amplified Bible, I, I love that it has kind of some additional uh, descriptions, I would say, of the meanings of the scripture. It's so helpful. All right, so Hebrews 12, 14 says, continually pursue peace with everyone and the sanctification without which no one will ever see the Lord. All right, so let's unpack this a little bit. So first of all, it says continually pursue peace. Does it say just try to make peace one time and it's like a one and done thing? No continually, continually, excuse me, pursue peace. So pursuing peace tells me that it's something we have to intentionally be going after. And that also tells me if we have to go after it and continually go after it, it's probably something that's not going to be extremely easy for us to do. And then it goes on to say, with everyone, so not just the people that you like, not just the people that are nice to you, not just the people that treat you well, right? Not just the people that you agree with, not just the people that have the same beliefs that you have, not just the same people um, that, you know, that you're cool with. It says, pursue peace with everyone. And then it says, and the sanctification without which no one will ever see the Lord. And uh, real quick, I just want to focus on that just a moment. Y'all need to realize that in this life, as 
a believer, as a Christian, as a follower, an ambassador for Christ, we might be the only Jesus that someone ever sees, right? So when we are walking around in this world, which let's just be real, is a mess and is full of chaos and hate and anger and bitterness and confusion. And I mean, I can't even name all the things. There's just so much going on and we're out there, we're walking around and we are Christ's ambassadors. We are here to show him to other people. And if we are engaging in things that don't showcase love or peace and we're not pursuing love or peace, we aren't showcasing Jesus very well to people. And it's a hefty responsibility, but also just want to stop and say it's an honor. It's an honor that, you know, God asks us to do that. And that, you know, we could just think of it like we're we're his army, you know, we're his army here. And he's after everyone. He's after everyone because he's so good and he loves everyone. And so if he loves everyone. We also need to love everyone and we need to pursue this thing called peace. All right. So when we talk about, gosh, especially in the world today, I mean, everyone has an opinion, everyone, right? Even my five-year-old has an opinion. I mean, I'm just saying, and everybody really probably believes that they are right, you know, in their opinion. And it's so important that as we're showcasing Christ and the truth of his word, because guys, at the end of the day, we have to be real. Your opinion does not hold much water if it doesn't line up with the truth of the word of God, right? But if you are faced with someone who has an opinion, and let's just say you know you know, let's just say you you could pull out the scripture and you know that you know that you know that what they are saying and what they believe is not right because you know it does not match up. It's not in agreement with God's word. And we know that God's word is the truth, okay, which means it is correct and it is right. And so let's just say you encounter someone and you know what they're saying is not in alignment, therefore you know you are right. Because what you want to say back and what you want to tell them is really it's the truth of God, right? And so while while that might be true, this is where we have to be so cautious, right? And so careful in how we present that. And I'm going to tell you right now, I have messed this up more times than I can count. And uh, it's it's a continual journey. However, now that I'm a little bit older and I can look back and say, yeah, I probably should have done that different, probably should have said that different, probably shouldn't have shoved that scripture down their throat, probably shouldn't have got so defensive, you know, all these things, which it just comes in time, the spiritual maturity, right? That we're just all on this journey. But the good news is, is I can go back you know, to those people and still showcase Jesus through what, you know, whether it's an apology or just an acknowledgement of, you know, I probably should have handled that 
X, Y, Z a little bit better this way. Um, you know, so we can always go back and showcase Jesus that way. But when we're in the middle of those encounters of someone's right and someone's wrong, and we just so badly want to let them know that we are right, we really have to be careful how we do it because we need to stay in the pursuit of peace. And depending how we handle that situation, can either keep us in peace with that person or in peace within ourselves or not. And I can tell you right now that one of the devil's greatest openings into our lives, into our homes, into our families, into just every aspect of, you know, our day-to-day lives is strife and bitterness and arguing and anger and resentment. He uses, you know, all of those things as this doorway to enter in. And, you know, whether that's through our thoughts, it's through our actions, it's through the words that come out of our mouth, it's the way we approach that person, it's, you know, how how it comes out. So that's why it's so important always to to really be in the, the Word of God and to be meditating Um, You know, so meditating on this scripture, continually pursue peace with everyone, continually pursue peace with everyone. And so when we get confronted, uh, you know, by that person or that situation, whatever it looks like, we have that like we have that answer in our spirit, in our mind, in our thoughts, in our heart. It's been planted there and it's it's grown and it's matured. So. Rather than, you know, being reactive or saying, well, actually, I am right, you know, we can stop and think, okay, got to pursue peace, you know, um, just be prayerful, even in that moment, just be, you know, discerning what's God telling you to say, you know, in that moment. So um, quick story real fast. There is someone that's, you know, very close to us and he's like double my age, double my age, right? So we're having this conversation and he is someone who every single day of his life spends a lot of his time um, online reading all about all the, you know, world events, politics, conspiracies, and, you know, just everything he can find almost that's, I mean, it's a little bit negative, not to say you know, this isn't a conversation about, well, is this true? Is that true? That's not what this is about. But he spends a lot of his time every single day just reading about all this stuff. And I kind of started to notice, you know, I've never really said a whole lot to him about it. And um, he is a believer. So, you know, I've established, like, I know that he's a believer. And, you know, I've just always kind of been curious, you know, like, you know, I wonder why he spends so much time doing that. So I had this opportunity to talk to him. But here was the thing. It I didn't have a conversation with him about this until we had an established kind of strong rapport, trust, respect for one another, um, you know, where he knew my heart and I know his heart. And, you know, I finally got the opportunity one day he was talking about, you know, something kind of negative going on. And I remember in the moment I was you know, God, what, you know, kind of felt like this little nudge, you know, like it's time to say something. 
like let's just say something. Let's just plant some seeds. You know, I'm going to do a whole podcast, uh, a whole episode on 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 seeds, planting seeds and reaping harvests. It's a very great topic to talk about as well. So anyway, I said to him, I said, well, I'm just curious, like, what is what does the Bible say about that? Like, do you know what the Bible says about that? He kind of looked at me and I actually, you know, God gave me a couple scriptures just to to throw out in that moment. Again, you've got to get in the word of God for yourself and you have to read it over and over and repeat it over and over so that it gets inside of you. So when you have these opportunities, it's not about being right. It's about utilizing the truth, which is the word of God to plant seeds and to showcase Christ to other people. That's what it's about, guys. It's not about being right. It's about glorifying God in those situations and planting the seeds that will lead that individual, perhaps in a different direction, to go seek out those words and revelations for themselves so God can reveal what he needs to to them, right? That's God's job. It's not my job. It's not my job to tell that person they're wrong. It's not my job to tell that person I'm right. It's my job to speak the word of God and through that Holy Spirit discernment, trust him to guide me in that situation, the right timing, the right scriptures, the right words, whatever it looks like. So I, I threw out a couple of scriptures. Well, you know, he he kind of got a little bit different, you know, posture. Um, I wouldn't say defensive, just a little, I don't know, taken back maybe. And he said to me, oh, yeah, well, well, I've already read all those scriptures, like the ones that you're talking about. Like, I, I've read those. I was like, oh, OK. Um, well, when was the last time you read them? Again, this was not about being right. Right. It was about maybe planting a seed. So he kind of looks at me and. Well, you know, it's, it's been a while, but I've read them. I said, oh, OK. So I sat there and then I, you know, he's talking some more, he's talking some more. And again, I'm just having this inner dialogue with God. And I'm like, hey, I know you're prompting me here, Lord. Like what? And so the next thing I said to him was, you know what? You know what I personally learned in my journey with the Lord so far? And, you know, listening to, I mean, for years, I mean, we're talking about well over a decade now listening to preachers and teachers every single day and digging into the Bible and digging into the scripture and then just going walking with God through my own personal journey, right? I said, you know what I've learned through all of that? I said, reading the scripture and the word, reading the Bible and studying it, it has never been a one and done for me. I said, I can read something and I gave him an example. And I can read that on one occasion, and God will give me a certain revelation about that that will profoundly impact my life and the lives of other people. And then I can go back maybe a few weeks later and read it again, and the revelation I get that time can be completely different than the first time. I said, isn't that amazing? Like, that is the power of the living word of God, is that he speaks through those pages to us when it, it might not ever look the same. And we can read something and see something totally different or, you know, something new. And he just kind of looked at me like, 
You know, I said, yeah, it's just never been a one and done thing for me. And I said, you know, it would be something maybe if you feel compelled to do it during all that time you're spending on the internet and you're reading all that other stuff, maybe you could just set aside some of that time and go back and, you know, check out those scriptures again. See, see if they still hold the same, you know, same meaning to you. And that was it. That was all that I said. And, you know, sure enough, um, you know, I found out it was you know, weeks went by um, and, and I had received a message. Hey, you know, I went back, read those scriptures, you know, and and he acknowledged, you know, which was cool. Again, this wasn't about being right. This was just about God working. And the reason God works through us to other people is because he's always pursuing all of us in this. I mean, in the same ways, I mean, in different ways, but to the same extent, right? He loves us all equally. So he wants to go after you just like he wants to go after me, just like he wants to go after the neighbor, just like he wants to go after my kids, just like he wants to go after, you know, everyone. And he uses us when we work with him closely, we can do it, quote unquote, the right way. which is really just the way that showcases exactly what we're talking about. And that is love and peace and kindness. And pursuing that peace means that we're pursuing him and his will and his guidance and his wisdom. So um, I I really hope that was helpful. I do now just close this out here, but one more thing, you know, in our home, you know, Shane and I, I mean, this is something that we really struggled with a long time and we still do, although now we've gotten to a point where we know better because we know the uh, ramifications that being a right fighter and disrupting the peace in our home, we know the ramifications of that and how that affects our walk with the Lord and we're just not willing to do it. We're just not willing to do it. I I would rather just swallow my pride and my ego all day long, even if I am right, than allow the strife and the discord to come into our home, you know? So not to say, again, you know, none of us are perfect. We're always on that that journey and different levels of, of maturity. But when you really can be that close with the Lord, and you can feel that nudge, like, just just be quiet. Just zip your lip. Don't say anything. Just walk away. Just nod your head and smile. And it really is about keeping that peace. And keeping the peace is, is pursuing peace, which is pursuing God and pursuing Christ. And through the pursuit of that, we get to showcase his love and his patience and his peace. And that is what is attractive to other people. And that's what it will be attractive for your children to see. Your children are not going to be attracted to watching you all argue all the time and worry about being right. Your children are going to be attracted to when they see you can agree to disagree and you can stay peaceful and loving. They're going to be attracted to that, which means they're going to be attracted to love and peace and kindness, which is which is found in Christ, which is God. So. I hope this blessed you today, guys, and I will see you on the next show. Bye.